0: All-new Ellen from the movie Life of the Party, Julie Bowen.
1: Holy moly! They just always have so much energy here. Yes, they do. I think they drink before they come here. I'm not sure what
0: happens. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. Then, is your car spying on you? Consumers shouldn't be put in a position where they have to search for what information is being gathered about them.
2: News 4 shows you which high-tech car features could put your privacy at risk.
0: We're working for you today at 5 on NBC4.
2: shows.com bringing you the No Mercy podcast, a podcast about Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg, Mike, sweep the leg. Strike first,
0: strike hard, No Mercy.
2: Yeah. What's up, man? I'm Jay. I'm here with my boys, Pete and Mike. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing?
0: What's up, kids?
1: What's going on, everybody?
2: Yeah. So this is pretty exciting. Uh, we are doing the No Mercy podcast for Cobra Kai, YouTube Red original series. You must have heard of this by now. If not, you need to get on YouTube and check it out. Uh, this is our, our. Um, it's not really a sequel. I guess it's a story continuation from the original Continuity. Karate Kid.
1: Spinoff? Spinoff, yeah. maybe?
2: 1984's Karate Kid. Um, and it is starring our boys, uh... Rav Macho and uh, William Zabka uh, reprising their roles as uh, Johnny and Danielson. Um, and this podcast, we're just going to talk about the premiere episode. These are approximately 30 minute episodes. There are 10 of them on YouTube Red. If you are not a YouTube Red subscriber, the first two episodes are free right now. So watch them, watch them, and then sign up for YouTube Red. It's uh, it's free for thirty days right now, right, right, thirty yep. days. Yes, yeah,
0: thirty days, 30, thirty day free trial.
2: So, uh, if nothing else, you can knock this out and check out what YouTube Red is all about. It's uh, listen, it's it's no more, no less than your Netflix, Hulu, whatever, and they're coming out with some good stuff. So, uh, get on it. But we're gonna talk about Cobra Kai, just the premiere episode for this one. Our next podcast will encompass three episodes, two, three, and four, and we'll have that out in a couple of days. But now, let's talk about the premiere. So uh, in a nutshell, what'd you guys think? Just real quick. What do you think?
0: I loved it. I, I mean, I grew up with Karate Kid. I remember watching the original Karate Kid as a kid, you know, six, seven years old. Uh, you know, Watching this today, especially they, they did a lot of flashbacks. You know, it put me right back mm-hmm. in that mindset. And, you know, yeah. I, 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 he's definitely older than we are, but I feel very much like uh yeah. you could you yeah. you know this guy, like you know yeah. you went to high school with people like this. You know people like Johnny Lawrence, if you're not yourself, maybe Johnny Lawrence. Like yeah. just, you know, they peaked in high school and it just never got any better. Uh I, yeah. I loved it. I thought I thought William Zabka really did some heavy lifting uh today, much more so than I thought we were gonna get, get from him.
1: Yeah. Without um, a doubt.
2: Yeah.
0: I
1: personally, like, 20 years ago, I wasn't big on TV shows I didn't have a good attention span. So, like, I knew what the Karate Kid was. i seen it like everybody else, but I didn't remember it as well as other people. So I didn't know what to expect with this uh, spin-off, sequel, whatever you want to call it. But after watching the first episode, I mean, I'm all in. This th- It was great, and it gave me a little bit of that, you know, nostalgia as being a kid watching it, but actually paying attention because I'm older now, and I actually can, like, you know, enjoy the content and for what it is. and I was, I was happy.
2: You know, I, I've been looking forward to this for months. Um, and, you know, as soon as it started and you, you get the, the flashback to the all Valley karate championship and he, and he does the little crane kick thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I swear oh, yeah. to God,
2: man, at least for three years after the movie, I was outside. We had a garden in the backyard with like these uh, kind of poles that I would stand on and would practice my crane kicks. Cause you know, <laughs> I, I wanted to be the karate kid. Uh, and so <laughs> for sure, for on my sure. way on my way home from work today I'm like I need to I need to find a pole I need to do the crane kick and then I realized I don't I don't think I could I could do that now but I would like to try I,
0: I would. I remember being at Jones Beach and finding a pier like one of the, like the old piers where so like they still have like the wood blocks you know uh, yep, and like standing yep. on like the wood pier doing like the whole karate kid thing uh, doing the crane kicks and stuff like yeah, I mean, Karate I mean, I was a bigger fan of when they went to Japan, you know, Karate Kid 2, but uh, Karate yeah. Kid made its mark. It made its mark and it yes, left it did. its mark.
2: Yeah. yeah, and so it's nice to revisit it. I mean, I think it's really good to revisit it. And I kind of hope that maybe the younger uh, people out there will give it a shot because uh, there's enough flashbacks in this, in this premiere episode, I think, to give them a taste kind of what Karate Kid was about. Um, if they haven't already seen it anyway, because it's a classic. But all right, let's talk about the episode real quick. And we don't need to dive into crazy details. Yes, this is going to contain spoilers if you did not watch it yet. So listen at your own risk. Uh, get on there and watch it and come back and check out the podcast if you haven't watched it yet. Um, let's talk about the episode just to maybe that happened in it that stuck out to you. Um, things that maybe seemed important to you for me. Uh, the first thing I'll bring up, cause I just talked about it is the flashbacks. Um, we saw them kind of throughout the premiere, um, mostly based on that tournament, because I think that tournament changed the course of everybody's life. And that's kind of what we're seeing here. You know, a down and out Johnny, uh, 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 Daniel LaRusso, who is obviously doing very well for himself. Um, what, what did you notice things in this episode? What, what uh, stuck out to you guys?
1: Well, oh, you want me uh, to well, go? I mean, I, okay, go, on, Mike.
0: Uh, so, I mean, I think I think that like the the whole idea of, of the Johnny Lawrence, like the guy who peaked in high school, like everyone knows this guy. He, he's listening to Poison. He's crying at Iron Eagle. You know, he's driving his Pontiac Firebird. This guy never left nineteen eighty four. Like he's forever stuck <laughs> he's kind there. Kind of my hero. Yeah, you know, like. I, for real, like, and then the way the episode ends and the, you know, the great quote uh, when he's had enough, but I like the whole role reversal, like, Johnny Lawrence was the poster child for the bully in the 1980s, you know, like, they, they had the yeah. commercial with the cracked eggs, like, you know, the, yep. your eggs, yep. your brain is yep. like, he was that version, but for bullies, like, oh, you want to be like Johnny Lawrence? You want to strike first? You want to do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, don't yeah. be Johnny. Yep. And now I'm like, God, Danny. Danny's kind of a dick, you know, like, and you know, I'm kind of I'm like sitting here pulling for Johnny Lawrence. You know, me uh, too.
2: I'm I'm Team Johnny so far all the way. Yes.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Especially in this episode, like you know he, you know Daniel, you know he struts his peacock feathers inside the dealership. You know, really puts him through the ringer. Just because, do we ever really leave high school? I mean, these guys are 30 plus years <laughs> right. out of high school, and they're right, right back there again. Yeah. How
2: about you, Pete?
1: Yeah, I. I think he's living, you know, vicariously as a kid still, which is fine because there's plenty of people out there who still do that and you know, he's still working and he's still surviving, so to speak, but he's, you know, he's still he's still there like Mike said. But here's the thing that I noticed that point that I, that stuck out the most to me actually was that he was um he's like down and out right now and it seemed like he was doing a lot of drinking and you know, he was drinking a lot more um alcohol and beer than you necessarily drink. You know, has a hobby, it was more of like um, maybe even an addiction. And then towards the end of the episode, you know, when it's time, you know, when, and you're watching the episode. and I'm I'm Team Joey, too. So, you know, everybody's on the same page here. I'm Johnny. I'm sorry. And um, what happens is, you know, you think like from watching the shows that you watch nowadays, it's like they, they want to, you know, you have to go through a whole struggle to recover from something like that where he was able to just throw all the cans in the garbage pail and just get up and be like, all right, I'm going to go change my whole life now and whoop some ass. And you know what? There's nothing better than a story like that for someone like me who's watching a show and, like, just right. get to the point where he just gets up and starts training and he's ready to fight this guy. Like, let's right. go. Let's not, let's not dilly-dally. And the show did that where they you know they, they, they just were like, yeah, he was drinking a lot, and now he's done. He, he changed his life instantly. And I think that's a good message for people that, you know, you see all these commercials about how hard it is to change up. No, it's not. You just got to, you know, make the first step yourself, and everything else falls into place. So I'm ready to go, and I wanted to get up out of my chair, go in the backyard, you know, and throw some hi ya. So I was ready to go man. I'm pumped. Let's go. Cobra Kai. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah,
2: I mean we saw we saw a lot of dynamics here. We saw we saw Johnny Lawrence who was like a I don't know what his job was. Like a do-it-all, handyman. do-it-yourself yeah. handyman kind of guy for people all over the place. Obviously unhappy in his job. We saw Daniel LaRusso who owns multiple car dealerships and is living the life in um. What What is it? They kick the competition. Is what What was the slogan? Um,
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they kick the competition. <laughs> he does. He does a fantastic commercial where he's he's literally chopping prices in half with the
2: graphics
1: on the screen. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah, he's <laughs> chopping prices. <laughs> right. uh, we even.
2: I even feel like we learned a little of Johnny's backstory with his stepdad that came in. Uh, kind of une- unexpectedly, and pretty much wrote him off by writing him a yeah. check and saying "see you later." Which, wow, Ed, what, the, what and, the heck's happened? Yeah and, yeah,
0: and Ed, and Ed fucking Asner, like not just any stepdad, <laughs> right. like <it's> a basketball <laughs> right. crouches your stepdad, <laughs> right? You know, right? And he comes bearing right. a check. I, I, you know what? I really thought he was going to use the check to start the dojo, so I was actually surprised when he ripped it off. As soon as he comes in, I was like, oh, that's going to be how this plays in. Nope. That's the
1: dojo check.
0: (laughs) That's the dojo check. brother.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we – and, of course, all the flashbacks kind of putting it all together, why they are where they are now. Um, So, overall, for me, I really enjoyed the episode. Did you guys enjoy the episode?
0: I really did. Uh, Yeah. I watch watch a lot of pilots. I watch a lot of her shows. It shows that I I commit to, but like they don't really make me happy as much as maybe they intellectually intrigue me or something pulls me along. Like I was actually happy watching this. Like I was smiling watching it, like a, like a kid, you know. So yeah. I got a lot yeah. out. Of, I got I got a lot of emotional uh, joy out of watching this episode.
1: How about Johnny I,
2: kicking the kids' butts in, in that parking yes, lot?
1: Uh, yes, can I jump in for that, please? Yeah. because I'm watching yeah. the episode. And i well first of all, I really enjoyed the episode more than I thought I would, so congrats to YouTube, two Brad. I think they got a big winner here. But um what I was gonna say is um when he's hitting the kids, I'm just sitting to myself and I'm sitting there like, this isn't gonna end well for him because you can't hit kids and now he's hitting multiple kids and <laughs> right. you know, you got parents that are gonna be mad, you got cops that are, right. that are gonna be mad, like this isn't right. going this isn't gonna be good for you, but you know, I guess, you know, he had to defend himself, and poor Miguel. That's the only thing I thought. It was poor Miguel, and then, oh, my God, you can't hit the kids. This is horrible. You're going to go to jail for a very long time, my friend. So, you know what I mean? I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But I think but, that's just know, um, to show you. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right, and I think that's going to be a recurring theme. You know,
0: this guy came up with uh, – what's the teacher's name? Creature? Cruncher? I can't remember. His, his, his sensei, you know, taught him the whole concept of, you know, the strike first, strike hard, no mercy – Uh, But he came up at a time when you didn't have safe spaces and, you know, you have, you know, you know, pet rocks for emotional, you know, comfort. Like you fucking (laughs) dealt with your shit, you know, right. He calls calls him the pussy generation. That's what he calls Miguel. He's like, you guys don't know what it is to defend yourself. And I think he's really butting up against that uh, because he's because he's stuck. He's stuck in 30 years ago. He, He doesn't understand the way of today's world and the, the coddling that goes on. I, I'm going to love that. I hope that's a recurring theme that they stick with and not just lose it in a pilot. I hope it stays in the show. Because that's going to be a the lot heck? of fun to watch. <laughs> well, he, well, yes, definitely that. But, like, the the whole, like, curmudgeon against the, the yeah. current generation, you know? Oh, yeah. The the grandpa get off my lawn yelling at the clouds kind of, you know, that's not how we did it back in the day. Like, <laughs> in my day. day.
2: Yeah, and I, sure. I have not watched past the premiere yet. I have not watched, but what I saw at the end of the premiere was, there's like a little promo with um, yes! Uh, yes, Ralph Macchio saying, hey, watch episode two now to see kind of my version of events. So it looks like this premiere was really focused on the story of Johnny Lawrence. And the next one, it looks like we'll see more of uh, Daniel LaRusso. And uh, speaking of Johnny Lawrence and William Zabka, I was thoroughly impressed with his performance. Were you, I, 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 no, we haven't seen a whole heck of a lot of him in other things. And I guess really in my mind, I remember him from Karate Kid, but I really think he nailed this. Am am I wrong?
1: Yes. No, you're right.
0: No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, he, he was a one note bully in Karate Kid, you know, yeah. he's a he's he, that's what you know him from but he he was just there to to be the bad guy He like really one note there was no sympathetic side of johnny uh except for a couple times maybe when he saw him get choked out in the parking lot in the movie right uh, at by the end yeah right the guy was so, yeah because the guy was so deranged but really he's a, he's a one-note bully so i really think you got to see some range uh today on Zapka. like again you're you're pulling for him almost instantly
2: I- uh, I I am I, I yeah you know and and I think you know the part that I I realized that I felt for him when he before the fight when he was in the little convenience store and the guy's grabbing his pizza and he's like oh. can can I get a plate you're gonna you gonna wear gloves like can I just have a few I'm like that was damn disgusting. Johnny
0: like, yeah come on Johnny and the homeless woman's trying to, like, chase him off because she thinks he's homeless, and he's like, no, this is my <laughs> car. Like, I'm not homeless. Like, oh. that guy! Everyone knows that guy from high school. He's eating in the mini bar.
2: Oh, poor or, Johnny. It may or
0: may not be that guy. Man,
2: oh. Poor Johnny. The,
0: the Iron uh, some crying really made me laugh, though. Like, I... Um, I, I like it's it so
2: funny. I... I, I... I was dying that Iron Eagle was the motivation that like snapped him out of it to be like, I'm going to open the dojo. Uh, Totally crying. He was crying. Uh, Yeah. 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 Chappy went down,
1: dude. Chappy went down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Another, another eighties remembrance from being a kid. Like what an awesome reference. Iron Eagle. What? I'm so glad you picked up on Iron Eagle because I'm like, I, I better not be the only one. (laughs) Um, So so a a couple things that I Maybe noticed or thought about Wanted to get everybody's thoughts on with this episode Uh, We did not see Again a ton of Daniel LaRusso In the little bits that we saw I don't know if Pompous is the right adjective Um, But I'm going to Go with that one for right now And my original thoughts Were If Mr. Miyagi was still around I don't think he'd put up with that crap. What do you guys think? No?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I think, yeah. You go, Pete, you go. I think he was the same kid that he was back when the Karate Kid movie is. He's just the older version of him because I always thought he was an annoying jerk. But um, I'm sitting here watching this and I'm thinking the same thing. Like, oh, we don't see a lot of him. But then I realized that the name of the show is Cobra Kai, not Karate Kid Remake. So, (laughs) you know, I think we're going to get more of – Johnny, and I think it's going to be, you know, the Cobra Kai, you know, off part of it. And I think he's going to be the good guy, and Daniel might be the bad guy here. And I think that's what they're trying to show you from the bat because I picked up on it instantly, which, you know, it also great acting because I was able to pick it up instantly. That this is going to be probably the good guy and the bad guy of the show, just the way it is, you know?
2: Right. What about you, Mike. Uh,
0: yeah, no, he's definitely, you know. <sighs> Yeah, I think they definitely. I don't know if they painted Daniel necessarily as like a villain in this, but he's definitely someone who has been living really well for a really long time. You know the the whole the, the whole like I'll write off the cost of your repairs. Like he knows yeah. exactly how that comes off. Like you're a grown man, and like you, you know this guy. You know your history with this guy, and you're gonna be like offering him like free repairs and stuff. Like oh, I'm doing your a fa-. It, it just it just rang as like false sincerity and uh, magn- magnanimity, you know, like
2: I, it really, it,
0: yeah, really turned me off, but I don't know if it's because he's become this pompous jerk or just because he, it, things have gone his way so well for so long right. that he just right. doesn't remember what it is to like struggle, you know like, I wasn't sure which one it was, I think you have to see a little bit more, you know has, his, his life, yeah, has he just been you know, shitting rainbows for 30 years or <laughs> has he just become this jerk right Cause he's, now, 'Cause he's living off his own all valley, you know, wind.
2: Sure. Sure. Now, speaking of that car and the repair, is is he offering that to be a jerk? Is he offering that really to be a nice guy? Or is he offering that because he knows that his daughter was involved with that?
0: I don't think he knows that. I don't you think don't he think so? picks up on that at all. No. No, I, I maybe I, I'm also I've I watched ahead a little bit, and I think it colors it in a little. They haven't explicitly answered that, but it's definitely there's some coloring that goes on after this okay. episode. But uh, no, he he, I, I don't think he has any idea what's going on in his uh, in his life. In his, I think that's part of it. I think it's part of the whole. Things have gone so well for him for so long. He I don't even think he could contemplate that his daughter would be involved in something like that. I think he was being a jerk. I think he was, you know, you remember when you used to beat the shit out of me in the bathroom during Halloween? You
2: know, Dan right. Was, uh, right.
0: Yeah, now I can offer you free repairs on your shitty, you know, 80s penis, uh, penis mobile. <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah. I think, I what about you, what Pete?
1: About. Many stories in the schoolyard consist of the bully getting beat up and then the kid he was bullying that beat him up, you know, a little bit after being, you know, beating up the bully. You kind of become a little bit of a bully yourself just because you 're confident, and like Mike mm-hmm. said, he has the win, so I think he 's not being a jerk on purpose. I think he like you know he 's just on top of his he 's on top of everything he came out he 's kind of like you know I beat you so you know you 're more mad than I am. I owe you one because you know I, I took you out, and his, his friends came, and it was just a bad situation, but I do believe offering to pay for the car was him being a really nice guy because he also knew the situation that Johnny was in it appeared. So I feel mm. like that was okay. a genuine, I'll cover it for you. I don't think there was any like, malicious intent there. However, I can understand how it came off like that to someone like um, Lawrence. So, you know, that's the way I look at it.
2: Mm. Okay. Man, you're a glass half full kind of guy, I guess. Can, uh, we, can I, we talk about yeah.
0: how funny the three bonsai trees were for every customer? <laughs> <vegetable. laughs>
2: uh, uh, his, his whole shtick. Uh, with His the whole car stick. business thing is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <It's> absolutely, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fact that Uh-oh. he sells every single Asian like he's got the greatest car dealership ever. He's selling Hondas <laughs> next to fucking Audis <laughs> next to Nissan. He's got all. Yeah. Of them. He's just he's, he's uh, the only car dealership from Asia uh, in yeah. in uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
2: and 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 these bonsai trees, God, I just, I, I was happy when Johnny was like, "Screw this," and threw it on the ground, and they like, "Please, I did, thank you."
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I may, I may have peed myself a little bit the first time I saw the commercial where he gives out the bonsai tree. Like it, it, was just, it was it was just like, of course, of course, he's giving out bonsai trees.
2: Oh man, God help me. Uh, switching gears for just a quick second. Uh, Something that was interesting to me, in the end of Karate Kid, the movie, when uh, Johnny loses, he is actually very graceful in his loss, kind of congratulates uh, Daniel. And if I remember correctly, like he hands him the trophy because he knows that he earned it. However, now in this premiere, we hear him say how that crane kick was illegal. Is that animosity? Is that a legit complaint? Or is that him just trying to save face some? What do you guys think? I couldn't figure that one out.
1: (laughs) Have you ever been kicked in the face like that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You would find the details a little hazy, you know, 20, 30 years after the fact also. I mean, it's probably one of those things that might have been or is illegal now. But in my theory, where I come from... You're not allowed to go out there and and, and um, do a karate tournament and fight in the championship if your leg can't even stand on with the pressure. So, um, I, I mean, no, but I, I don't know. I think that – I think he's just grasping for straws there saying the kick was illegal because he doesn't want to be a full-blown loser. I mean, I, I don't blame him.
2: Okay. Okay. That's fair. I'm okay with that. Much, about yeah, you, Mike?
1: I, I, think it, I think it was a little bit
0: of, of all the columns. You know, I think probably in the years he's probably rationalized to himself that – if not for this kick, which was illegal, I win. Because he even says, he's like uh, – because Daniel calls him on and says, well, you know, you yeah. chopped my leg when you knew it was bad. And he says, well, I got right. a warning and you right. got the win, you know, yeah. and, uh, which is a great quote. And he yeah, I'm not clearly sure. – he, he came up with that so fast that he's definitely nursed his wounds uh, or his oh, wound yeah. pride on that Oh, wound. yeah. You know, this guy, oh, man, I got sure. a warning and you got the win. And, yeah. yeah. So, but I also think, <laughs> yeah, sure. you know – I think he also, like, you know, this guy was strutting in front of his work friends, and he just wanted to get the fuck out of there, and he you know he was like, listen, listen, listen I'll take your guff, you have to deal with my car, but you know, don't be a jerk, like he, all of this is built on a, on, a, on, a, on a mountain of flies, kind of thing, so.
2: <laughs> right. Alright, right. Uh, so again, kind of the, the parallel to the original Karate Kid, is it a coincidence that in the original Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi is like the maintenance guy who turns into a sensei to teach daniel uh the ways of wax on, wax off. Um, where now we saw Johnny was the maintenance man uh, who now is becoming a sensei, reopening his dojo, and has now his own prize student, uh, very similar to Mr. Miyagi in the beginning. Is this coincidence that we've done this? Is this a total opposite tale what do you make of it? Because I'm, again, I'm not sure. You like how I throw these at you? Make you think about I, it.
0: Uh, I, I thought about it a little bit. The parallel wasn't lost on me, like this, this guy, you know, becoming a reluctant teacher that wasn't planning on it. But I think, you know, Mr. Miyagi didn't really learn much from daniel Sutton. That was a very one-way True. teacher, True. sensei, student thing. I have a feeling, you know, Johnny Lawrence is going to take away some life lessons from young Miguel uh, and and his kind of bullied. He's really going to see what it was like to be on the bullied side. Because remember, he went through high school, you know, doling out the punishment. Uh, now he's going right. to see a kid who's getting his ass kicked, who he's now responsible for, for teaching, uh, go through that. So I think it's going to be an eye-opening experience. I think he's going to be a much more mutual uh, teacher relationship uh, for both of them. Lots of lots of good, family, That's good uh, lessons. That's a good point.
2: That's a good point. I like that. I, I I actually I like that theory, and I didn't consider that portion of it. I like that. Pete, what about you? Any thoughts?
1: Full blown parallel. I mean, they showed you the scene of him getting kicked by Mister Miyagi. Remember when? And that was basically what he did with those kids. And then um, I have a feeling that Miguel is gonna probably try to get with some with a girl in school and it's gonna be the girl of one of the kids that was with that group who that group that was running <laughs> right. in and out of the store getting beer and then he thought about right like right after that scene or right you know, within a couple of moments of that scene, he started thinking about when they were on the dirt bikes and having good times. So the parallels are all there and setting you up for This is who they are now. The roles are reversed, and this is your story. This is the new Miyagi. This is the new Danielson. This is the new Johnny. Um, Everybody's in place, I feel. They did a great job setting you up, but a full-blown parallel, just like the first one. And I just have one question for you guys, just because I have to ask this. Um, You know, karate's a different sport with rules. Do we think that um, Lawrence could have just... Beat the crap out of Larusso in a street fight. Why didn't he ever just attempt to do that outside of the dojo? I don't. I don't get it.
2: You mean <laughs> even now, now or or back then?
1: Both. Both. Like yo, just go fight well, with no I rules mean, if you can't beat him in a karate match. You know. <laughs> well, they they did though, right? I mean, I mean that's like the whole Halloween.
2: Originally, scene in the movie yeah. Is yeah, you know if
0: Bi- they flash back to where Mr. Miyagi's kicking the shit out of them outside. What came before that was them basically like Final Destination hazing him. Like, they chase him through, they chase him on his bike, he falls down a mountain. Like, that, that scene that he flashed back to where he's getting his ass handed to him by Mr. Miyagi, like, the five minutes before that was him and his friends basically, you know, yeah. much more so than we would put up with today, you know, beating the shit out of Daniel LaRusso. So, you know, he went but after that, him, but that, I, I think,
1: that's I think he was though. changed.
0: Yeah, I think he was changed, <laughs> though, after the All-Valley Tournament.
1: But but you think he was changed but now we're watching the episode and you see that he's going through all these flashbacks and it's bothering him what happened after the All Valley tournament, how his life he never been able to move on. You know, it looks like that's for me, like he's still stuck there. Which is fine, but maybe he just needed to go out in the backyard and just, you know, put the beats on Danielson. It's all upside, you know. It's a valid point to think about. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Uh, I
2: just, I just think you want some more drama, Pete. That's all. You want to see
1: more? You up. Listen, I'm yeah. ready to go in the backyard and train. All right, let's do it.
0: <laughs> you got some blood left. Listen, I've been eating uh, in the face and I've had, I've had, uh, I've eaten some some toes and I've, I've bled and it is not fun. Uh, he's definitely got some resentment for that kick. Like that is not a fun feeling. Oh sure. Uh, for sure. Having someone kick you full force in the face—it is it, not cool. <laughs> but it's a legal uh, kick. <laughs> it's, no, it's actually not. See, that's why I—I mean, based on, on the rules of the fight that 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 I I work with, but it's not. But uh, I can see why he would think it was, for sure. But because uh, it's fun. I, I, yeah, I think he was fairly humbled. I think he was changed afterwards, and I think that's why I he agree. Didn't go. I go after him. In oh, some right. unseen, you know, uh, unseen, uh, blah, blah blah blah, you know, like off-screen footage that we never got to see, right? right. It, where, where, where the, where his sensei breaks his trophy and then chokes him out, that's the beginning of Karate Kid Part Two. That's not right. in Karate Kid. That, that's how Karate Kid Part right. Two picks up. It picks up right yep. after that in the parking lot.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Where he basically calls him a loser and stuff for coming in second.
2: Poor Johnny Lawrence. Uh, Now, for me, when he reopened the dojo and he uh, unleashes the stenciling of the motto for Cobra Kai, that was a powerful moment in my eyes. I emotionally felt that. Emotionally was like, do this, Johnny. You got it, man. No mercy. Am I I overreaching with my emotions there or is that legit? You guys feel that too?
1: I I felt it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the scene right before he decided to do that, when he's talking to Daniel, he tells him he goes, you know, that was, you you're not really, you know, you were part of a group at that point. You were in Cobra Kai, and you know, now they were gone. They were gone after the Valley tournament, so you know, the world is better off without those guys. And like that was his, that was his, that's his family. So he really got, you know, got he, he hit the the point of no return and said, you know what, he, that's the nerve. He got it. He hit me. I'm ready to go. You know, let's go. And that's why you know, they put the emotion into that scene to show you that this guy's ready to go. He cleaned himself up real quick, went out, bought a dojo, and he's ready to go, you know?
2: I'm excited.
1: Uh Mike. You're a I,
0: I agree with Pete hundred percent. Uh the I think what that stenciling meant to him, and I I I will admit that when it came off the wall and I read it like uh I, I maybe definitely did a fist pump. But uh <laughs> you know it, it, it kind of goes back to what Pete said earlier, and I think it plays right into this. The reason he's able to kind of get those uh, super cores, you know, 40s and throw them away and do that awesome 80s montage of getting his shit together, shaving his face, you know. Yes, the way Kreese taught Johnny and his friends back in the Cobra Kai days, back in the, in the like, they went out and they used it for the wrong purposes, but the lessons and the discipline stayed with him and, and I think formed a part of who he is and I think that's why he's able to flip the switch and get back to work once he's made a commitment to do so and I think it's because of those lessons instilled in him and the discipline instilled in him to uh, all those years ago that, that doesn't leave you that becomes a part of who you are that becomes a part of your DNA and I think he was offended at the concept of you know, when, when Daniel says I know it wasn't you I know it was your sensei I know it was the school I think he's offended. I think Pete's exactly right. right. That's his family. That's his DNA. He 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 obviously acknowledges that Kreese went too far and was too militant, too violent, aggressively. But that's not to say that it was all worthless uh, from his point of view. You know, he thinks that he's doing okay. He doesn't see himself as a trapped in the eighties loser. Like he thinks
2: <laughs> right. he thinks
0: that right. he, he he thinks he's living the best version of his Johnny life with his Firebird. Um, and, and I, think he, I think he attributes the discipline and lessons learned as a member of the Cobra Kai family as a big part of it. It's a big part of him. And I think that's what that stenciling coming off. And I think the shaving, I think the shaving was very symbolic of that and tying yes, the headband.
2: I agree. It was all
0: very symbolic of putting that coat back on, that, 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 that Cobra Kai discipline cloak, putting it back on him, getting dressed again.
2: I agree. Good point. Uh, anything, uh, before I wrap this up, anything that I missed – that you guys want to throw out there or discuss?
1: No. Uh, No, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm
0: interested to see how, you know, when he said, when, uh, when Johnny sees the daughter and and obviously remembers her from the car accident, he doesn't say anything to Daniel at that time. Just kind of says, you know, you gotta be kidding me. Right. Like that's, he's definitely putting that in his pocket. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Me too. Uh, Me too. And definitely there's, and there's this, definitely this whole idea that you know Daniel's life is not as great as it seems because his daughter is off doing this you know like these hit and run things yeah. in their family, yeah and their exactly.
2: Yeah. What's up with that you know, family so. dynamic? Right.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So and no, I'm excited. I mean, I think I think they actually set up a lot of dramatic tension in something that I think most people are going into think it's going to be this one note kind of, haha, it's karate kid. That's funny. It's going to be it's going to be like, <laughs> like, right. like parody almost kind of thing. No, it yeah. actually it had some it had some emotional resonance. I
2: think it definitely. Yeah, uh, I think they did it,
0: a good yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, yeah All yeah. right,
2: so sure. let's finalize this, and I want your ratings on the episode one to ten karate chops. You know, you saw the commercial where he's chopping those prices. So one oh, to yeah. ten karate chops. One one karate chop means eh, it wasn't that great? Ten karate chops, like the greatest thing you've ever seen. So one to ten. Pete, you go first. How do you rate this episode?
1: Well, I'm one of the harshest critics on TV shows. You know that better than anybody, Jay. I hate everything unless it's really, really, really good. I know And a lot of times I go into something with big expectations, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is, like I said, YouTube Red nailed it. Cobra Kai is awesome. The first episode was great. It gets nine karate chops. And, I mean, I can't wait to see it. And, however... Here's the, here's the only thing that, that's in my mind, too, is that obviously this is going to be the story of Miguel maybe also. And is Miguel going to be sure. the new Daniel, which means is sure. there, is he, are we going to be rooting for Miguel? Because honestly, the thing I'm rooting for after the first episode the most is Lawrence getting a chance to kick LaRusso's ass. So I'm just saying I didn't <laughs> right. see that, and this show is great. I, I, this has All to right. formulate to that for me, and that I'm happy. But you know, right. poor Miguel, hopefully he steps up, but nine karate chops has got my seal of approval.
2: That's good, man. That's good. That's unusual for you too. Uh, how I about you, Mike?
1: <laughs>
2: you never uh, do, do. I'm it. giving
0: it. I'm giving it eight karate chops. I'm giving it three bonsai trees and two mini more pizzas. So there's a lot of bonus points A partridge going going on there. and a pear tree. A lot of bonus points going on there. No, I think it's great. I think. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Johnny's redemption story. But I think it's going to be wider than that, though. And and I think they set up a lot of nice threads to pull at for, you know, the 10-episode season. I wish it was longer than 30 minutes. Um, I know, me too. But just, just because I think it's weird, but it's a full 30 minutes though, which is good. It's not like a sitcom 30 minutes where it's actually 22 right. or 23 minutes. Right. But uh, no, I think it's great. I think it's, it's going to be fun watching his story and watching watching their relationship from his point of view. But I think there's going to be some good uh, Daniel stuff, and I think also going to be a lot of Miguel stuff, the, the cool. modern bully story. So.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it eight and a half karate chops because uh definitely impressed with the premiere, very happy about the premiere. Um I won't lie, I was a little worried that like eh, it's not gonna be so good after being oh, so sure. excited about it. But no, they sure, did sure. a great job. I am definitely looking forward to more. Um and I gotta leave a few karate chops out there just in case, you know, episode two, three, four, five, six, seven is just way better or something. Yeah. Um so yeah. That's that's about it. We will be back uh, in a couple of days with our podcast for episodes two, three, and four that we'll put together. Uh, so look forward to that on so dot com. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you guys thought about Cobra Kai. Uh, I'd be interested to get everyone's feedback out there. Uh, I'm Jay. Who are you guys? Say your names. Say your names.
0: I'm Mike. Pop culture, Mike. P.
2: P. And we're out of here. We'll see you for the next Cobra Kai podcast. No mercy!
0: No mercy. Strike first! Strike hard! No mercy!
1: have
0: merely enough time to list all the tasty ways you can enjoy chicken at McDonald's, but I'll give it a go. The always flavorful Chicken McNuggets made with all white meat chicken, or the savory buttermilk crispy tenders battered to perfection, or all the familiar and exotic flavors of the signature crafted recipes, including the new garlic white cheddar chicken sandwich with grilled or crispy chicken drizzled with creamy garlic aioli. I have to cut it short here, but you have time on your side, so go and savor every bite of your chicken. McDonald's. Chicken how you like it. I participate participating McDonald's.